You are loved. Hi, welcome back to the third episode of my podcast, Clementine. I'm Caroline, and I hope you're having a good day today. We'll start off with our usual happiness boost, or like little message that leads into the theme of our episode. Just note that when you compliment someone, make sure it is genuine or kind. But also, remind yourself every day that you are beautiful and hardworking and smart and wonderful. And at the end of the day, you can compliment someone honestly and innocently when also loving yourself. So, today's topic is a little heavier than my other episodes. We will be talking about depression. But also, I will tell you some really cool facts about emotions in the second half of my episode. So stay with me. I know that topics like mental disorders or illnesses, I don't even like calling them that, are really hard to talk about. So for those who are not that knowledgeable about depression, It is very common and falls into the category of a mood disorder. It causes symptoms that affect how you feel, think, handle daily activities such as sleeping, eating, or working. It's where you feel like you were in the dark and can't find a light switch. Well, I'm not here to really go into detail about the logistics of it, but if you really want to research more, you can visit the National Institute of Mental Health. It's a government website and has information about depression if you want to read more. So, moving forward, connecting to the topic of depression, I recently watched a movie, All the Bright Places, originally a novel by Jennifer Neven, which I read. Let me tell you something. It was unbelievable, breathtaking. It was beautiful. It left me speechless. I cried throughout the whole movie and I really felt a connection to it on a deeper level. The movie was really well directed. So well, I could feel as if I was Violet Markey, the main character. I was like her, the thoughts, emotions, feelings, and experiences. See, I don't even have a clue right now as to how to describe the brilliance of it. I am purely stunned and I I just loved it, all of it. It was so real, it was so, so, so real, and it portrayed difficult topics to talk about, like mental disorders, depression, and suicide. I loved every second of this, and since I read the novel beforehand, everything I imagined when I was reading the book, what they looked like, what the places would look like, it was so cool to see the director's imagination and point of view. It's a wonderful story, and I highly recommend watching this if you haven't already. It left me in tears, and at the end of the movie, my eyes were wet. Tears just kept streaming down my face. My nose was running too. I was uncontrollably uncontrollably sobbing. That's what it was. After just watching it, I want to watch it all over again, again and again.
So I was just giving you guys a background on the movie and my point of view and how much I loved it. Now, I want to dive deeper in our messages. Today is all about making sure you know and understand that you are loved, even in our worst days. There will be lots of happy thoughts, but also important things you might learn or just need a reminder of. There's a part in the movie when they ask, what are you most afraid of? Mine, and Finch's, one of the main characters, my greatest fear is not living life to the fullest, having an unfulfilled life, always dreaming, never doing. There are so many wonders in the world, big and small. I want to see them all. I feel like living, just living, is life's priority goal. In life, there are so many materialistic things and physical objects, emotional goals, all these wants and needs we get caught up in. But always remember to take a moment and think about what is it in life that you'll regret not doing. And go do it! Now, I don't want to spoil the movie too much, but I also want to talk about one other thing. There's a moment where one of the main one of the two main characters pushes the other away. And it was at such a critical time where things might have changed or been different. I felt that because that's what I do a lot. I feel like maybe that's what a lot of people do, tend to do when they get scared or feel like they have to solve problems on their own. I push people away because when they don't understand, I'm afraid they'll get frightened of me. When I feel insecure and I need to put myself in a better place, I block people out and prevent them from being hurt. But if they really love you and deeply care, they will stand right by you. And I know letting them in is hard. But together, you might be stronger. You might have the power to fight the dark and scary stuff inside you if they were there by, by your side. And I take away from that as you must always be there for one another in times when they need it most. Don't be a person who get who turns away. Be a person who helps. It is so important to be there for the people you love and for the people who need you and need your support. But all of you guys are so great and amazing. I know you would have lots of support in your heart to give. In our world, many people are struggling with depression and grief, but hopefully you are doing your part to spread happiness and kindness. We'll go into our story time, or journal time, whatever you'd like to call it, and I'll share some entries of mine. Fair warning, they might seem a little dark, but I'm okay. It's the constant struggle in my body. It feels like a war. Burning hot flames and frozen solid ice on the two sides. I really, really am trying. I want to keep going even if it means pain and heartaches. I want to be strong. I want to go so far in life. And there are so many people out there who I love and care for that I can't just leave without an explanation. But sometimes I wonder, where's my limit? How much more can I take of this? 
Will it be one day that I suddenly just drop everything and die? I don't know, but the constant thoughts frighten me so much. I want to live. Yes, I want to live. But how do you live bearing so much pain? I know there will be hurt and tough situations, but is what I go through normal? Is it worth experiencing? Why is it that life always catches you at the most unexpected moments? When you feel defeated, it throws another twist. When you are happy and you have nothing but a good week, you worry that something terrible is coming, because it doesn't feel normal to feel this joyful. We constantly live under pressure and doubt, and I don't know if we always trust the path life takes us through. Is there an answer, a reassurance? Or will I constantly be surrounded by things that tear me down? So yes, sorry for like upsetting words and everything, but let me just tell you, it is okay to feel defeated at times. Just know that you are so important and your family loves you no matter what. I know it is cliche to say all of this, but even if you feel like you don't matter in this world, you matter to me. I'm always here to accept any messages or just here to talk to you about life. At the point where you feel defeated and down, those are the points that when you get up and face challenges, you are stronger every single day. There are times I have felt like this, but I think to myself, what makes me really happy? Really dig deep in your memories and think forward, the future. You will be so proud of how far you've come, and any life you live will be amazing. If people are bullying you or constantly feel, or constant, you constantly feel down. Just remember, they are not spreading happiness or kindness, and they are not being good people. Also, remember that taking a break from things such as having a crush, relationships, feelings. Work and stress. Just take a breath and breathe, and go to something else that you enjoy, and just calm down or relax. It is really important to take a break sometimes. Know your limit, and yeah, that's all. After hearing all of this, I hope you feel loved and better than you did before. If you were having a rough day, so now I like to inform you on some emotions you feel very often but might not know the name of. These are really cool and super super relatable to the average teenager. The first one is kind of funny. It's called hanker sore. This is an emotion most of us wouldn't want to admit to feeling. But hanker sore refers to the phenomenon of finding someone so attractive that it makes you feel angry at them for some reason. It differs from jealousy in the sense that it's subtler and more subconscious. When you feel hanker sore, you don't feel explicitly hostile or envious towards the person, but deep down, you can't help but feel upset at their random stroke of luck for winning the genetic lottery. Number two, lankism. 
Have you ever felt the sudden desire to have something bad happen to you for no reason? Well, that feeling is what we call lankism. It's the deep, deep, dark impulse most of us have been struck, most of us have to be struck by tragedy and then come out at the other side. It's born out of our innate desire for challenges and growth, which push us to test the bounds for our courage and resilience. The next one is ellipsism. This is the feeling that people often misinterpret as curiosity, but really it refers to a desire to understand the world and to know what will happen in the future. Surely this is something I felt a lot because I always wonder what will happen to me in the future, if, if it's gonna be good or bad and stuff like that. This is also something most scientists, scholars, artists, inventors can probably relate to too. They might never get to see how history will turn out, how they will be remembered, or what legacy they might leave behind. The next one, and please bear with me as I try to pronounce this, Mauerbauer Troikite. Mauerbauer Troikite. It's defined as the sudden feeling of wanting to push people away and put your defenses back up. It often happens when we let our insecurities tell us we're not good enough and feel afraid that if other people saw us for who we really were, they'd reject us. Much like we talked about today, this is a feeling that most teenagers probably get. You know, insecurities are always a thing that go through their thoughts in their head. But just know that it's okay and it's okay, totally, totally okay to be you and be yourself and find people who you really love and who love you for you. The next one is Gnossian, but it's spelled G-N-O-S-S-I-E-N-N-E, much different from how it sounds. It's the feeling that when you realize you actually don't know someone as well as you thought you did. It's the realization that even your closest family and friends have a part of themselves that they hide from everyone else. A secret inner world that only they will ever know. And that's totally okay. There are secrets you hide and secrets you tell. Just respect that of people. The next one, super relatable to every teen, is called liberosis. Have you ever wished that you could just stop worrying so much and relax? If so, you've already experienced this. Liberosis is the feeling you get when you're afraid you're not living your life to the fullest. Again, relates back to all the bright places in the movie. And it comes from the desire to be more carefree and easygoing. So if you're a teenager or in high school, or if you're in middle school, or if you're older in college, you probably have lots of stress sometimes with schoolwork or jobs or just projects you have to do. And you probably felt liberosis before. So that's about it for emotions today. Hopefully you learned something cool and you learned about emotions you felt before but didn't know the name of. Some of them are hard to pronounce and other ones are hard to spell. But yeah. That's all for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. 
I'm glad we got through a hard topic together and that you stayed with me throughout the whole episode. I'd like to end today with a quote. Love is the only thing we can offer one another during hard times. So love real hard. Always. Just like every episode, we'll end with some mental health and wellness tips. Today's is organization. If you are already a really organized person, great for you. If not, and you would like to be more organized, take these tips. Try to write down things somewhere and have a list of tasks to complete. Don't always rely on memory. Or you could draw out slash write out a schedule for yourself. It could be daily and down to the minute or just a light overview of your week. It's up to you how specific you want it to be. Also, if you're an artsy type of gal, bullet journaling has proven to be really useful. For those of you who don't know, bullet journaling is like a calendar, but you get to design it for yourself and use all kinds of colors, pens, images, and washi tapes to decorate. It's also shaped more like a journal or notebook. It gets its name from the use of abbreviated bullet points to log information, but also partially comes from the use of the dot journals, which are gridded using dots rather than lines. If you really want to learn more about it, I recommend doing just a quick Google search of bullet journaling for beginners. I know there are many great tutorials online. Thank you all so much for listening. Tune in for episode four soon. Signing off, Caroline.